I could crush him like an ant, but it would be too easy. No, revenge is a dish best served cold. I'll bide my time until... Oh, what the hell, I'll just crush him like an ant. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns is the quote. Quote maker. of the day. Yes. Quote of the day, Mr. Burns. That's well, a good one. Uh, Alan, we yes, did it. Yes, Greg. <laughs> we, we did it. We, what did we do? We made it to the end of season two. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, this is, Congratulations. Our, this is our season two end day. Yeah. We're going to be uh, talking about two episodes today. The last two of season two. Yeah, three men in a comic book. There's a two theme here, you see. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Blood Feud. Yes. Those are our two episodes of the day, and we are recording live <laughs> in Edmonton, just on off, location. On the on location at the Edmonton International Theater Adventure Fringe, Fringe Adventure Time Theater Festival Time Festival of Sports. And how about that view? Oh boy! <laughs> can I tell you about the view? Can I get an amen? You can. Amen. All There's right. One. So, um. Corrections and omissions? I got none. Me too. Moving on. That was an easy segment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I guess it would be a good time to introduce our guest. I, I think it would be. Alright, fantastic. Uh, joining us today for her first time on <laughs> the uh, podcast, Two Bad Neighbors, uh, we have Camille Pavlenko. Hi, Camille. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing Good. Good. Did you enjoy the episodes? I enjoyed both episodes. Excellent. Fantastic. We're getting a little ahead of ourselves here, though. <laughs> oh, no. I mean... Oh, boy. Uh, uh, I mean, one episode. We have, to, uh, we have to do a little segment we call, What's Your Story? Oh, yeah. Oh. Which we like to do with our, our first-time guests. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. So, Camille Pavlenko. Yes. What's your story? Ooh, and yeah. to bring it down a bit, because that's very broad. Spare no detail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, what's your relationship with The Simpsons? What's your what's your history? What's your current relationship? How do you feel about it? To give you an example, Alan and I love The Simpsons. <laughs> yes. Seasons one through ten. Where um, are you? <laughs> uh, so you would be on if there was like a Simpsons Facebook, hmm. uh, you would be in a relationship with The Simpsons. Yeah, I'd say in an open relationship. Yeah. I'd, I'd like oh, to see okay. other TV shows. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, Especially after seasons ten, then it really lets itself go. <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> kind of stopped going to the gym. And poly TV amorous is, <laughs> is the thing. Perfect. That's that's excellent. But yeah, yeah well, so, he doesn't like big love at all. That's the one no, that's, that's just, a terrible show. Can't stand Bill Paxton. <laughs> Hate Mormons. Bill Pullman. You think you know Bill? Am I thinking of Bill Pullman? That he doesn't like. Yes. Oh, you don't yes. like Bill You were fine with Bill Paxton. Paxton. No one cannot not like Bill Paxton. Anyway, yeah, on, uh, yeah. my relationship Game with over, the Simpsons. Man. Yeah, yeah. Game over. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's like very much the average kind of uh, relationship in that I grew up watching it, mm-hmm. and then as an adult at some point realized that it was good well. <laughs> yeah. Adult-wise. And it wasn't just like a show oh. you watched. It's like, oh, it's actually an like, entertaining like, program. Oh, it's got, it's entertaining. It's got uh, quite a lot of meat on its bones. Yeah. So, yeah, like quite that. good. Quite yeah. good. So. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, did, was there ever, because you said you grew up watching it, was there ever a time uh, where you stopped watching it? Like, can you pinpoint a time where you're like, nah, I don't need to watch this anymore? Yes, actually. I can remember, I don't know what year this is. Both of you probably do. Um, <laughs> right. But it was, it was at some This is point... an encyclopedic compendium of all things Simpsons, seasons one through ten. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, on. We do know. <laughs> it, was at, um, it was around whatever point where they were canceling Futurama for the first time. But then The Simpsons had just been renewed for three or four seasons at the same time. And I remember having a discussion with a friend and, you know, they were bemoaning, like, or they, they were excited that, um, that The Simpsons was still going on, whereas I was more upset that Futurama, Futurama was, was getting canceled. canceled like, I, I think a lot of Simpsons anymore. fans at the time, uh, former Simpsons fans at the time, were 
very upset that Futurama was getting canceled. Yeah, I definitely jumped ship. Yeah. Because Futurama I, came out in uh, 99. Yeah. Because it, it coincided in, with the, uh, like, uh, in the show, it's 99 in the show. That's uh, right. In the first episode. Yeah. And then he goes forward to 2099 or whatever it is. He goes and forward to the year 3000. Three, Cause, so, cause thank you. Because yes, it's New Year's yeah, Eve, yeah. right, yeah. is the first episode. So, And the show goes to 2003 because of yeah. four original seasons. Mm-hmm. Right. That means we are into thir- seasons 13 and 14 of when, the Simpsons. When, the, when Futurama gets canceled. Yeah. And that means The Simpsons would have been renewed for about three seasons. That means they're renewed to season 17, and it had already gone. Yeah, by that time, it's, in uh, this humble opinion, um, already garbage. Um, By the time it hits season... plateau. Yeah, seasons 12 and 13 are when it's, like, officially, I don't care anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, We've we've talked about this before, but uh, I stopped watching... Um, on a very specific moment in a very specific episode, which is the episode E-I-E-I, Dope. Annoyed Grunt. Yeah. Um, I literally just watched this episode at your house, Greg. Oh, really? You did? Yes, just yeah. by Yeah, chance. the Tamako episode, when the sheep says, or the, I don't even remember what animal it was. It was a sheep. It was a sheep? sheep? Okay, yeah. it says Tamako. Oh, when it burst through yeah. the house? And... That's the moment where it clicked in my really? brain, I'm like, I don't like The Simpsons anymore. I, like I, it's wow. it's stuck in my brain as a you know. I actually in my really life. do like that episode. I know you do. I and we've talked about it, and I, I don't. I think it's really funny, and I I I can't watch the end anymore. <laughs> you ruined it for me. I don't think I told you that. You didn't. Yeah. No, no, and I'm I, glad. I, I turn it off before the the last the the, the last beat happens. And you it's know just... that's 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 one down. Yeah, if I can spread that to everyone, to in the every world. single one, and yeah. I will have done my job. Yeah, yeah, because it's because you're right. You're right. That is not Simpsons. That is not yeah. what makes the Simpsons good. That makes that's what makes the Simpsons bad. Yes. Um, but so, like, uh, do you have like a favorite favorite episode or like? I didn't a... come prepared to discuss <laughs> favorites. I... Just one that sticks out in your brain. Doesn't need to be like your penultimate. Oh boy! Yeah, you like know, like one from one you were like when you were growing up and you were like oh, this, this one's on TV. It's like yeah. I can actually tell you, and uh, it's looking back, it's no longer my favorite, and I don't oh. like the episode at all. But for <laughs> the longest time, it was the boy band. What we're Oh, Bart Starr. Oh, or no, um, no, that's not Bart Starr. Bart Starr is uh, the uh, football episode. Yeah, yeah. this and, is the Navy one, sync. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in sync comes on. Yeah, yeah. Comes on there. isn't that weird? How that was like that was like so long ago now, yeah. and it's still past the golden age. Yeah, yeah, that was like season twelve, 12 or, 13. or thirteen. Yeah, somewhere in there, one of the two. Mm-hmm. And like, it's st- I know exactly what you're talking about. I mm-hmm. loved that episode. Oh, at the time, oh, I, I, remember, I remember just I loving. Enough. I don't know why. NSYNC, like just oh, the yeah, bits that NSYNC that did. I just, for some that. reason, thought they were really funny. I, I watch it now too. and I kind of cringe. Yeah, like they yeah. comes on as like, word. Word, And yeah. it's like, okay, I remember that when I was a kid because I thought that part was hilarious, yeah. right? And when they kind of like dance in. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was all funny. And now I, like when they now did, like, oh. I loved when they did the Matrix thing and the one guy fell oh, yeah. over. And it was like, and now you watch it now, it's like, this is dated like, yeah. It is embarrassing. Yeah. Who thought that would be funny? <laughs> it's like um, I, when I was I was even watching it up to the three hundredth episode when Tony Hawk was on it. Oh geez, do you remember that? Uh, vaguely. And Blink One Eighty Two is the same episode yeah. that Blink One Eighty Two was on, and I was like, "Oh my God, Blink's on The Simpsons!" And doesn't Tony Hawk like fly on a skateboard? Yeah, he flies on a skateboard and he gets into a flying skateboard fight with Homer. Oh yeah, Jesus. And uh, Marge says, "I can't count the amount of times that you're." That your father has done something crazy like this. And Lisa pulls out a counter mm. and goes, click, 300. Oh, oh. I get it, because one an episode. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. It's definitely done, more than one Yeah, he episode. does a bunch in every episode. Yeah. An episode is never day of their long. Yeah. They have days in between. You take it off. It's like, I am tired. It was an amusing episode. <laughs> of, of our, our lives. lives. <laughs> Uh, and there's like there's there's certain I know what you like oh man there's certain episodes in there that they talk about like um, when the Simpsons go to Africa did you see that one and they meet Jane Goodall and she's forcing monkeys to mine diamonds oh I think I only saw it at the time yeah I only saw it once too but I remember all of that yeah. and I remember just one joke and I thought it was so funny at the time and like it's I don't remember what Bart says. 
but he comes in and he just says something so intellectual, and then everyone in the family turns and looks at him, and he's just like, he's just shrugs and he's like, I haven't said anything in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I remember finding that so unbelievably funny when I was a kid, and now I just I can't I can't stand yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But like that's that might be that's one of the reasons why the show is still on, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. it, it works. Yeah. It, it works for a younger audience, which I guess is what its demographic is now. I guess. But it wasn't. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Thanks for telling us your story. Thank you, Camille. Thank you. That concludes. What's your story? Mm. Now we move on to another segment that I don't know if we'll phase it out or not because I'm not a huge fan of it. Surprise. Couchboard gags? Couchboard gags. <laughs> so in this one, Three Men in a Comic Book, yep. is the first episode we'll be discussing. Um, the chalkboard gag is, I will not show off, yep. but it's like, he writes it fancy. He's, yeah, he's so writing he's, it in like he's fancy, showing off fancy medieval block letters. So it's yeah. like irony. Yeah. It's a, it's a <clears throat> cosmic irony. Yeah. <laughs> the best kind of irony. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, the couch gag is uh, the couch falls backwards. And Maggie pokes her head up. Yeah, we've seen it. Yep, we have. Moving on. The episode is called Three Men in a Comic Book. And, God, I like this episode. <laughs> Great. What's the episode about, Greg? Uh, the Okay, so we join the Simpson uh, siblings, Bart and Lisa, mm-hmm. and their mother in medias res <laughs> as they're on the... <laughs> college boy over here <laughs> as they're on their way to a comic book convention and this is one of those moments where lisa is being a kid yes and i love it and it's the and it's a it's an extended interplay between bart and lisa which we don't see um often enough yet mm-hmm. it'll there'll, there'll be more when they do, yeah. when they team up for adventures and stuff like that um but for now this is really really great um and they're very excited to get to the comic book convention. They go to the comic book convention. There's a whole bunch of uh, uh, Simpsons, like, of course, classic, just joke, 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 joke. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, Bart spies Radioactive Man issue the first. Number one. And he only has $30, but it costs $100. So we follow Bart on his quest to earn more money. Um, it does not go well. He works for a crazy cat lady who only pays him 50 cents. And not the crazy cat lady. Not the crazy cat lady. Not Ang- 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 Agnes Abernathy. Right. Um, uh, but Mrs. Glick. Mm-hmm. Um, and he eventually goes to the comic book store and attempts to talk him into selling him the comic book for $35. Martin is also there, and so is Millhouse. They have about $30 to $40 uh, each. So let's pool our money let's together. Let's pool our money. Let's get this comic book, and they do. But suspicion, jealousy, <laughs> and paranoia, intrigue, and madness mm. prevail. And of course. Because here's the thing, you guys you can't split a comic book no, three you ways. Can't. And it looks like they bought more than they bargained for. So exactly. they take it back to the treehouse of horror, mm. if you will. Uh, no, that's okay. a, different, that's a that's, different thing. That's fine. This is a normal canon episode. That's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> and they read the comic book, and then they destroy the comic book. With their own hubris. Yes. <laughs> great, great app. Great app. Yeah, great app. <laughs> That's the that's the plot. You want to go through it beat by beat, talk about it a little bit. Sure. Um, you want to talk beat one, beat one in the car, in the car, <laughs> in the car. When they're talking about Lisa's talking about her comic books. Yeah. What and... is Lisa's objective in this? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. What? Oh no. Is she using? Are we in a theater? Wait. That's oh no. Doing <laughs> table work for I a need theater you show. To... All the fringe uh, theater fest. I need uh... you to ice me. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, throwback. <laughs> Ask me with your eyes. That's not a real word. That is a, that is a very obscure inside deep, joke. Deep, deep pull. Deep pull deep throwback. Pull, guys. That did involve all three of us, though. So. Indeed. Good work. Link it in the comment section. <laughs> do you have a comment section? These we do. Okay. Yeah, it's on yeah. Facebook. Perfect. On Bookface. Check yeah. out Alan the Director on, <laughs> on Shoot Go Productions' on website. Oh, man. You'll see all three of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you have blonde hair in that. I certainly do. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were a different human. I wasn't in witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. 
your name wasn't your name wasn't Jane. Your name wasn't Jane Edmondson. We should have probably Edmondson. Used... Ed, sorry. <laughs> Jane Edmondson. Jane Edmondson. That's and me. And that's how you talk now? Yes. <laughs> oh! Again, to be a visual joke mostly on just to, Mostly just with onomatopoeias and just sounds. Hi. Ha. Ha. Oh. Yeah. Hey. That's, that's classic Jane. <laughs> yeah. Some sort of Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, I do, I did like the, when, um, Bart, you know, oh, you, the only comic you read is Casper the Wimpy Ghost, and Lisa has one of her classic yeah. speeches, so it's like, I, I, I think, I find it sad that you equate friendliness with wimpiness, and I hope it stops you from ever achieving true popularity. <laughs> it's such a burn. It's, it's like, a great, so like, yeah. intelligent burn against yeah. Bart, and he's just like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> And then he compares Richie Rich and Casper. It's like, I think Casper is the ghost of Richie Rich. Did you guys notice Marge's line? Like, her only line on the way there? When it? the kids are talking about, like, the way Richie Rich might have died, and uh, Lisa says, perhaps he confronted uh, confronted the futility of living in a life only to gain more money and took his own life. And then Mark cuts to Marge, she's like, oh, kids, would you lighten up, please? <laughs> It's so funny. It's so Marge. Yeah. <laughs> She's like worried about Lisa all the time about this sort of thing. Um, it's great. <laughs> and when, of course, they finally get to the comic book convention. Mm -hmm. And what do they do there, Alan? They, they look at all the things. Bartman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They find out that you can get in half price if you... Dresses as a famous superhero, so Bart turns into Bartman. Yeah, which is the first appearance of Bartman. Did that ever become a? Th that, came, that was a thing. right? It was a thing in the comics. Like you may recall, there's like a huge comic uh, series of The Simpsons that is not related to the TV show. I do not recall. Oh, okay, uh, if you go to like chapters uh, into the like humor section or the comic Bongo section or whatever, comics, yes. yeah, Bongo Comics. Nailed it! I knew a comic. Wow, Camille knows know. you should be the other bad neighbor. Like, hey, who's this chump? Doesn't hey. he know about the comics? <laughs> I'm hey. moving in. <laughs> no. She's showing you up, man. I'm just no. saying. Um, but, uh, yeah, so in the TV show, this is one of the only or, like, really rare appearances of Bartman. But in the comics, he's in it a lot. Mm -hmm. There's, a, like, there's actual comics that are, like, Bartman and it's his adventures and stuff. So Anything... Any any relation to do the Bartman? Yes. Yes? Well, in the sense that around this time is when they were getting Michael Jackson in for his guest appearance, yeah. and he wrote the song, Do the Bartman, for mm -hmm. them. Yeah. So that's about the only real relation I know of. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. That um, song ages poorly. Yeah, like many of Michael Jackson's songs. Twos. Really? <laughs> No, he's great. Yeah, uh, and always will be. Yeah, um, music made, wise, he made Thriller, man. Personal life. Uh, let's let's just know. move away from it. Let's move away from it. Yeah. But his music's great. Dude. The king of pop. Let's just move on. Um, I'm talking Thriller. Mm -hmm. I'm talking Beat It. Mm -hmm. I'm talking Bad. Uh, I'm talking Billie Jean. What about that one that Blood Ryan on the likes? Dance Floor? Is that one? What's the what's the one that Ryan liked? Uh, off the wall. Off the wall. I don't know. Have you ever heard Off the Wall? <laughs> yeah, no, that was the one. Yeah, the, the was... album he was recommending yeah. to us. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this uh, little album called Off the Wall by Michael Jackson, <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> That's how he started it. It was really, it was really it was, cute. It was really endearing. It was really great. Um, it was a very, very. He was trying to be very honest with us, and yeah. we just tore into him as, yeah. we, as we are wont to be do. He should, I mean, he should expect it because we're the worst. Yeah, like, <laughs> but, and through no fault of his own, he was legitimately trying to tell us about a great album. And we yeah, were just like, the worst people. He was like, in the "You're world. an idiot," and we just like yeah. shoved his face in the mud. Yeah, was, I actually still feel, I feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, I feel some regret. Yeah, sorry, Ryan. Please come back on the yeah. show. <laughs> He'll come back with a recommendation for this. Quirky little gem he found on White App called Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> Lonely. It's a longer title. I think it's like something about how, Sergeant you know, Pepper. When the kids started doing I think it's a war album because it's got a sergeant in it. But... <laughs> that was a marching tune. <laughs> <laughs> um, Billy in it. 
luckiest man in, in, in showbiz. PYT. PYT? Pretty, Pretty Young Thing. Right. It's another great Michael Jackson song. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That man. one did not age well. No, because now... Context one. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, the who, Free Willy thing. saying that to Macaulay Culkin? Hmm? Free, the Free Willy thing? <laughs> yeah, Heal the World. Man in the Mirror? <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. That's yeah. a, I, this might be my favorite uh, Michael Jackson Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. That's a great yeah, one. Yeah, that's a great yeah. song. Yeah. Rock With You? Sure. Sure. All night. Well, we should talk about this probably when Michael Jackson does his guest spot, though, right? Yeah. So, Quiz? Great movie. Ghosts? Thriller again? <laughs> Vincent Price in Thriller? That's a great thing that happened. Vincent Price in that episode. Hey Jude is not Michael Jackson. Get James. out of here, James. You're not Quit, even on the podcast. You're not, you didn't watch the episodes with us. You have to sit there and eat your food. Which aren't isn't even Wendy's. Like you promised, did you just us decide Wendy's. you wanted McDonald's instead? You, you were in a vehicle anyway. It was a five car line. That it's a it's fast a food. Fast food. It'll take two they minutes. They make it as soon as you order it. The people in front of me were being really mean. <laughs> they were like making rude gestures out their window. Towards you? Yeah. What? That's really. really? Oh. <laughs> That's Edmonton, I guess. Well, it's like, right? It's like the line backed up to where it enters the street. And so it was like a ways away from there, but there was like four other cars like trying to like angle themselves towards it, and these guys were like, ah, "Fuck you!" Wow. <laughs> the old time. So I just went to McDonald's. Okay. There was no one. Right there was there. no one right there. Oh. Well, that's... well, Ronald McDonald doesn't put up with that shit, so. I know. Oh, I know. I don't. I don't... No, me, you. <laughs> I don't know if you've. I don't know if any of our listeners have ever been to Edmonton. <laughs> But don't. <laughs> but uh, this city needs two coats of paint. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to apologize on behalf of the Cine Pals. Wait, <laughs> on behalf of the dude, you're crossing the streams. <laughs> crossing the streams. <laughs> I'd like to apologize on behalf of the two bad neighbors uh, for this, to the city of Edmonton and to anyone who don't may live here. Don't apologize on my behalf. I don't apologize. I'm doing it. It's <laughs> already happened. And it's all uh, Jane's opinion, Jane Edmonton. We would like. <laughs> we would like more listeners. So. If you happen to stumble upon this podcast and you're from Edmonton... Do better. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> move it right There along. are other places. <laughs> you don't have to be here. I'm sure you're nice. Your city's not. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. We did two podcasts already. Tonight, I'm a little loose. Jesus. I've had some water. Yeah, he's had, he's had at least three glasses really of water. Uh, yeah, I am, yeah, I am hydrating like a corporal in the desert right now. A desert cor- storm. A corporal? Okay. Jarhead reference. The, okay. The corporals drink more water than the other ones? Well, there was this scene in Jarhead where um, Swafford got uh, like got in trouble and demoted and so he's like there's the next scene where he's like in front of like this whole like table filled with water bottles and he has to drink them all just yeah the Swafford yeah Anthony Swafford sounds that's Jake Gyllenhaal's up. character it sounds made up they call him Anthony Swaff Swafford because they're really bad about nicknames <laughs> <laughs> I would have called him Swaffy yeah sure mm-hmm. alright so this has a couple firsts in it yeah first appearance of comic book guy Oh really? my god, that is the first appearance of comic book guy. You'll notice his voice his, is still pretty... His, his voice is not quite there. Yeah, it's, it's pretty Hank. It's pretty Hank, yeah, yeah, with just a little bit of a lisp. Yeah, yeah. He's... Um, it's not quite the... doesn't have the uh, huge amount of disdain in his voice yeah, yet. Yeah, But he's getting there. He, and he's a little bit um, He's a little bit softer to Bart. He is, Because he's yeah. like, it is worth a million dollars, but I will give it to you for a hundred because you, you remind, remind me of me. me. Yeah. Current comic book guy would be like, yes, it's worth a million dollars. Do you have a million dollars? No? Then go away. Yes. Yeah. So. Current comic book guy would never sell that. No, yeah, exactly. Right? So, that's interesting, I <laughs> so guess. Can I, can I buy that? No, you may not. <laughs> um, we also get our first appearance of uh, Bartman, as yep. uh, mentioned. Yep. Um, Radioactive Man and Follow Boy. First appearance of them. That's right. It's and... Funny. And the we, origin story. And we get the origin story, and we also get an appearance of the boy who played Fallout Boy. That's right. Which might be my favorite joke in this entire episode. <laughs> like, actually. Uh, what's his name? I can't remember his uh, name. I can't even remember. We just watched it. Yeah. Uh, but the actor who plays Fallout Boy comes on, 
and he gets like he's he's actually become a real actor since then, and he gets just questions, of course, about Radioactive Man and Fall Out Boy, even like comics, and the question that Bart asks about Dirk Richter's riddled body in a bordello. And he just starts crying. It's just so sad and pathetic. <laughs> and of course, Radioactive Man and Fall Out Boy, especially with the campy uh, television series that they show, is an obvious reference to the Batman 1960s show. They do it even more um, obviously in the episode Radioactive Man later on in the series, where they show, like, do you remember that episode with the, with the Scout Master? Like, oh yeah. yes. Go get them, scouts. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they even have like the clamp. Yeah. Bithow. <laughs> Gamp. <laughs> Gamp? Yeah. No. I think that's one. Alright. <laughs> if not, it should be. A totally Gamp should. is gold. Yeah. <laughs> so uh Alan. Yes. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to find out the actor's name. How about some uh, culture vulture? Buddy Hodges. Buddy Hodges. Found it. What are you, what are you doing all there, man? <laughs> 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 we have a very. We're, we're in the studio here, James. You can't just start watching Friday Night Lights. We have a very Funny video. Audience. Funny video night lights. Get it out of here. You guys should talk about Friday Night Lights. No, James. <laughs> In fact, we're no longer talking to you. That's it. <laughs> we're done. Hey, Camille, you're my friend, right? Yeah, I got a guest spot, though. Wicked. I don't want to fuck it up. Suck it. <laughs> Two bad neighbors. <laughs> that was uncal- my own uncalled podcast for. over here called the... Two good neighbors. <laughs> the Scorpions. They'll be, they'll be cool. Scorpions. This sounds so cool. I'd listen to that. I would listen to that. The yeah, Doctor Scorpions. Yeah, especially if they were doctors. The Scorpion doctors. <laughs> oh man, this is getting better and better. Are they? Are they? Are they like vets for scorpions, or, or are, are they, they scorpions, scorpions who, who are, are doctors? Who have their medical the license? One, definitely yeah. The yeah, definitely. The the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's about the intrigue of their lives, you know, Grey's Anatomy style, but mm-hmm. with scorpions. <laughs> But it's also a metaphor because scorpions are like like lechers, so it's like they're they're evil doctors. Of course, who scorpion the society? Of course, scorpions a verb, right? Yeah, like, I'm gonna scorpion that person. I've used it that way. Good, sure, yeah. Uh, we were going culture vulture or the reference uh, the desk. Reference desk. <laughs> yes, yeah. we, we changed. You it. know what? This is great because you're actually sitting at a desk right now. I no am, one can see it, but he's actually sitting I'm at, at a desk. The reference desk. Hello. I can hear it in this posture. <laughs> That's, yeah. Close your um, eyes and listen. All right, checking into the reference desk. That's the newsreel. Damn it. <laughs> no, that's Simpsons Newsreel sorry, 2015. I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm confusing our segments. There's too many. Yeah. <laughs> so we have, uh, of course, Casper and Richie Rich. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a classic reference. Mm-hmm. Homer uh, makes uh, a reference to Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's right. And he's very taken by her. Yeah. To much, much to Marge's chagrin, <laughs> one might say, oh. and uh, <laughs> um, the I mean the whole thing with Radioactive Man as uh, the um, the actors who played them is very much I mean Radioactive Man in general is a kind of a take on you know superheroes obviously specifically uh, Batman mm-hmm. from the Adam West series so that's who uh, Buddy Hodges and. Uh, Dirk Richter yeah. are the two actors who portray Radioactive Man and We should bring Bart. back Dirk Richter. <laughs> I keep telling you, he's 72 years old and he's dead. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, we also got... Uh, Homer refers to uh, Michael Melangelo, who, yeah. uh, pronounced correctly, is Gosh, Michelangelo. I swear, the, the scene... What, what's the scene with Mrs. Glick referencing? Like like the oh, anything but the iodine. the iodine, not the iodine. That's that's. Um, that's... It's a, it's a scene from the 1939 film Gone with the Wind. Really? Which I have not seen, so I can't. Me neither. I can't draw the comparison, really? but it's clearly yeah. Um, as she she grabs his arm and scene shifts to the silhouettes as Bart screams, and it's mirroring a scene from the 1939 film Gone with the Wind. What about uh, looks like you got more than you bargained for? 
Um, I couldn't find a specific reference myself, mm-hmm. so I don't think it's anything specific. Could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Hit us up if you know the reference. I think it's just a, a general, like, mm-hmm. be careful what you wish for kind of uh, right. trope. Right. Um, but uh, the big one is the uh, the end of the uh, treehouse scene where he's holding Millhouse. That's a reference to the 1942 Alfred Hitchcock film Saboteur. 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 See how far these references go? Yeah. They're like super obscure. You have to dig for them. Yeah. The general like uh, suspicion amongst each other is also a reference to the Treasure of the Sierra Madre. And uh, Bart makes a reference to the Lord of the Flies when he calls M- uh, Martin Piggy. That's and they tie him up. Yeah. Tie him up. They tie him this up. We'll stuff that's, an apple in your in your mouth. That's right. That's right. He's um, taking on the characterization of Jack. Jack is the bad one. Yeah, the flies. Yeah, and Ralph is the Ralph is Piggy. No, Ralph is the good one, isn't he? There's Jack and Ralph. Ralph is the other one. Yeah. Yeah, Jack. Like there's there's the one. Oh, who, Ralph is the good guy. Piggy. Yeah, Piggy is example. Piggy, is, Piggy was always Piggy. Sucks then, his yeah. ass. He never had a different name. Yeah, and then Jack is the chaos. Yeah. And then there's. I think I draw comparisons to Piggy and Ralph because Ralph Wiggum looks like a pig. Fair. <laughs> I always found he looked like a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Watermelon pig, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, the last one I want to mention uh, specifically is the specific line Martin says when they unwrap the comic book, the stuff dreams are made of. That's what Humphrey Bogart refers to the Maltese Falcon at the end of the film, The Maltese Falcon. Uh, greatest MacGuffin ever. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's about it for the reference test. <laughs> Stop it. There's a long message. I have to <laughs> do it in Morse code. Come on. Give me a break. A real Morse coder could send that in like three seconds. I'm not a real Morse coder. I've told you this so many times, and I hate that you keep bringing it up. I'm sorry, I okay? I just don't think you're a very impressive person. <laughs> Do you guys pick uh, out a quote from your episode to I, have it as a tagline? Because that, that's what it is. You gotta read no, it. but I I think uh, I'm done. So <laughs> You're done? I'm quitting, yeah. You're out? Um, One, you're gonna go hang out with James? Hang out with James. Because I think got, you alienated him. Yeah. Uh, he's got lots of fries. <laughs> I'm pretty hungry. Enjoy. What do we think of this episode, Camille? <laughs> Uh, I I liked it. Yeah. They should keep making them, but not now. <laughs> um, they should make them like this. Yeah, mm. it seemed like a good mix of lots of har hars, but lots of uh, good arcs for characters mm. all well, around. Hars, yeah, hars, and, uh, and arcs. Hars, yeah. Hars and arcs. <laughs> <laughs> what was your What was your favorite joke? It's good. My favorite. Um, like you're... now, I'm blending the two episodes that we watched together. But I think it like happens. my favorite. Oh no, my favorite joke was when he was working for Mrs. Glick and she's watching her stories on the television. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Mm-hmm. That's and the then one. she just sinks into, into her chair and she's filthy. And then goes, but genuinely aroused. <laughs> and it's just completely cool. And then Bart just comes in and I, it's so funny. <laughs> it's a joke that definitely went over my head as a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. oh yeah. Like it's like, I laughed because she said filthy, but was just watching it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, this is the first time I think I actually listened to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I can't remember. I just love how she's like, she's like filthy, but genuinely arousing, and starts like rocking in her chair, like, mm, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. I enjoy this. Oh, uh, I love Mrs. Glick. She's great. She's very funny. Yes. Her first appearance as well. That's right. By the way. Yeah. Not. She doesn't have I, a huge recurring role, but she does show up every so often. Yeah. $90. Specifically, that's the moment I can think of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I'm sure you could fill it with any kinds of things. No, only candy, Ned. $90. <laughs> From the episode Two Bad Neighbors. <laughs> there you go. Tie it into our title. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, the, of course, the, the iodine. I, I don't know why. I, that one, that, that, that gag stuck with me. Oh, yeah. Same. Right? Yeah. I was terrified of iodine. I, I still am. Yeah. yeah. I don't go near it. Like, yeah. I, I think it... I mean, I work at an iodine factory, so I have yeah. to, but... 
I mean, every day is yeah, it's like constant terror. I don't know why you do that to yourself. I, I need money, man. It must cause you so much stress. It does. That's really bad for you. They pay me well. Really? Yeah. Are they looking? The business is booming. Are they looking for any? Are there any openings? Uh, no, okay. That probably the, wasn't the right forum the to do this. Iodine I mean, stands up north. I mean, they are, but I, I don't think you're right for it, man. That's fair. I, no, I'm a very weak person. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Blood feud? Anyone? <laughs> is that all of our favorite jokes? Is the? It was my favorite joke. Was, I mean, I feel like it was mine too, but yeah. I feel like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, well, I like I love the the Buddy Hodges scene. Yeah, um, I, I love I love that scene, and uh, I thought the iodine scene was very very I- iconic. Um, oh, hey, sorry, I completely spaced on a reference that uh, is also one of my favorite jokes. Uh, back to the reference desk. Yeah, back to the reference desk, and my favorite joke uh, is the Wonder Years reference. Mm. Me a job. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it at the time. Oh, I totally forgot about it. But my, part of my childhood was slipping away. Bart, what are you doing? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> to everything. To... <laughs> he was... didn't say it and I didn't say it, but we were closer than we'd ever been. <laughs> Bart! <laughs> Sorry. It's great. I loved it. Um, Is it's that al- the Wonder it's Years? Also, it's the Wonder Years, yeah. Because, and they got Daniel Stern. Uh, to do the voiceover of old Bart, which is the actor who does old Kevin in uh, The Wonder Years. So the the same voice is heard throughout The Wonder Years. If you ever watch it, great show. It used to be one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, anytime there was like something big happening in the show, it would pause like that, and it would have a voiceover of Daniel Stern being like, that point in my life was a big moment for me. You know, like it's just this like reminiscent uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. idea. And uh, yeah, so I remember... I remember that moment specifically in this episode as always being one of my favorite things because I loved that show. And I just think it's really funny that Homer's just like, what are you doing? Like, it's not that. It's creeping me out. Yeah. Yeah, that that's great. That, yeah. Like, that was, there are some legitimately great moments mm-hmm. in this episode. And I think it all culminates really, really well at the end. I don't find this, like... I like this as a Bart story. Yeah. I really do. I like us seeing him actually work for a, towards a goal. I like I like us seeing him work with his friends. I like him seeing problem mm-hmm. I like, like seeing him problem solve and, and eventually like this big character shift in uh, shift in and he becomes like an evil version of himself. Yeah. It's like the crazy things that Bart will do. I also and, forgot how late they buy the comic book. In the episode, yeah. yeah. There's so much that goes on. Two acts. Yeah. It's only in the third act that they... they have the whole three men in comic book. Yeah, basically. yeah. yeah. And it's... The, the first two acts are packed with great jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, all of our jokes that we just said mm-hmm. were from the first two acts. Yeah. Right? Um, and then it really becomes, like, more, more story stuff. But the third act is still really funny just in the whole scenario. Yeah. I also think it's the first time they use one of my favorite music cues... Um, dun yeah. And it's often when Bart and Millhouse are wrestling. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, magic eight ball. Magic eight ball. Uh, the um, vampires. Vampires. Or oh, they've, they've gotten to you too. <laughs> 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 so over dramatic. It's like a Star Trek fight. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. yeah. But uh, yeah. So yeah. Great app. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, I, I honestly feel like we are actually in the golden age. I do. I know. I do. Like, Lisa's substitute clinched it for me. It's fair. It's, we're there. <laughs> we did it. We're there. <laughs> it feels good. It feels <laughs> so good. It's nice. It's good. I also really like that little flashback we have of little Marge. Oh, um, yeah. Earning, you know, doing, doing chores and earning her tiny... The little oven, and obviously it's like a play on uh, an Easy Bake Oven, but it's so much cuter than an actual Easy Bake Oven, because it's this just this tiny little disconnected s- stove yeah. oven. And Electric light oven. Yeah, and we see Patty and Selma, and there's the little joke of them with their like sweet girlish voices mm-hmm. before they started smoking. Bef- yeah. Before Julie Kavner Let's voice take up them. smoking. Like, we have so much more free time. Let's take up smoking. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, next scene. Yeah, we're talking like this now. <laughs> It's great. Uh, 
All right, so now we can move on to Blood Feud, right? All right. All right. Blood Feud. I didn't mean to sound All right. angry about that. Um. Stand off it, Sean. Uh, blood Feud. Um, couch board gags. I will not sleep through my education. Okay. And, and then the couch falls through the floor with a family on it. You should really get rid of this segment. Yeah, this is kind of boring. Yeah. Maybe we'll bring it back if there's a, sp- a like a particularly clever. Yeah. Something should, particularly clever. That might happen more and more because we're getting into season three now, yeah. and like they're actually like giving a shit. They're actually, like yeah, doing yeah. a unique one each time yeah. rather than reusing so many. Yeah. I have a question. You might have yeah. already talked about this in a previous episode. Do you think those? Are you gangs saying you haven't, you haven't listened to our entire? I listened to all of them. I'm listening to them right now. <laughs> it's weird. Actually, I have, sorry. <laughs> Alan made a good joke three episodes nice. ago. Nice. I, I do that often. Oh, so. Greg burns him. Oh, you do that often. So. Snapple. Uh, story checks out, I mean. <laughs> um, but do you think those gags are harder, like much harder to write, even in comparison to like the episode itself? The reason I ask is because the improv show that Greg and I are mm. in right now at the International Fringe Festival <laughs> in Edmonton, over, All right. um, we have to do these 10-second intros that have all of these restrictions in them, and then versus a one-hour show, we all find them so much harder to do, and they're so stressful. So I wonder if you know you get one chance for of, a one-line gag that yeah. has to be able to be read within three seconds. Yeah, and no characters doing it, so you can't rely on anyone's performance. Yeah, and it's boom, and then it's gone. Yeah, it's just a it's just a one-line gag, and then you gotta mm-hmm. it's, it's fine. And then there's the couch gag, right, mm-hmm. which you have a little bit more leeway with. Yeah, right. But not really in these first two seasons. Yeah. Right? You have, like, a very strict amount of time to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I Like, with the couch gags that they do now, mm-hmm. fuck. Like, a lot of the time they're the best because they don't have any rules. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, um, when uh, Guillermo del Toro directed one, it was just nuts. Just crazy nuts. Like, it was just a whole bunch of, like, like monsters all over the place and it's like whoa this is crazy um or when Rick and Morty show up from the show Rick and Morty oh okay and they kill the Simpsons on the couch they just run over the Simpsons right it's great it's the best part of the episode because it's essentially a Rick and Morty episode and that's better than the Simpsons right now um so back then Mm -hmm. I yeah I think it was like because they were they they had to struggle to keep it within the reality. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I because they they definitely had all of those like restrictions put mm-hmm. placed on them, and I, yeah. I'm I, I feel I feel for them now. Yeah. 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 I think I feel for them, um, especially for the chalk gag. Yeah. Like that's some. They get more and more ingenious as they go along, mm-hmm. though. Like they get really good at it. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Anyway, that was a that was a great segment of couchboard gags. Great. Thank you for making us delve a little deeper into the mm. nature of them. You are welcome. Blood feud. <laughs> this episode, Mr. Burns has a condition. Yeah, he needs some blood. He needs some blood. Is double O really positive? Really rare. Double O positive. That was double O negative. Doesn't matter. He has a really rare blood type that uh, Bart happens to have. Yep. So Homer's like, here, give him your blood, and then he'll give us money. And he doesn't. He doesn't. He just gives him a thank you card, and Homer's mad. Yeah. So he writes a really angry letter. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes he shouldn't have mailed it. Well, and he didn't. Bart did for him. Yeah. And wants to tries to get it back. Uh, he fails. Burns reads it in front of him, swears revenge, and then it gets a change of heart thanks to Mr. Smithers, who makes him realize he should be getting him a... Fabulous, fan, crabulous, zip, zoop, zabulous present. present, a ludicrous present, <laughs> and they get him an Olmec head. So a thirty-two thousand dollar Olmec head. That's right, Olmec First Nations head. What's the, what's the, the God's name? I can't remember. Damn it! I can't remember. You repeated it. So I, I thought you were ready. I did, but it's so funny, <laughs> and I can't remember. Um, I just. Extapalapocetal. Extapalapocetal. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, there we go. It's a, it's a, it's a god of war. Yeah. Yeah. 
but they but this is obviously its first appearance. Yeah, and it yep. appears many times many in the background times. since since this episode. Whenever they great. go in the basement, yeah. it's in the basement. It's, it's sitting back there. Yeah, um, awesome. it's it's massive, and I always wonder how the hell they got it down there. A wizard did it. That's the one. But then I remember um, in the episode Hurricane Nettie, um, Homer goes, "Okay, it's the it's the classic grandfather routine. Everyone into the cellar." Because mm. they have another way into the basement. Right. It's a big, like Open, barn door yeah. opening into the cellar. So, so they could have gone that way. Yeah, they could have gone. How they get in the way. front door? That's a good question. <laughs> they kind of just gloss over it. <laughs> it just shows them. Yeah. I feel like Mr. Burns would have removed a side of their house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By all logic. And then put it back up because he's got a lot of money. He can do that. That's true. So there's that. Um, so. How'd we like this one? Thoughts on the on the blood Excuse feud? Me. Oh no! Oh, no. I got the hunger hiccups, no. Craig. No, you know me. Okay, we're gonna have to get through this quick. <laughs> he's gonna, sustenance. He's gonna fade quick. I'm gonna fade. Oh. Yeah. Gonna die. Yeah. Um, die soon. So I I've always really enjoyed this episode. I like it. Yeah, I've I found it I I found it really really fun. I like the simplicity of its of its premise. Um, I like seeing Bart and Homer teaming up to write an angry letter to Mr. Burns. Yeah, that's, that's a fun. That's very nice. It's time. kind of a uh, kind of a. Uh, and then they go on a caper to har- yeah, a get harbinger the back. of things to come. Yeah, such as their um, bootlegging schemes. Mm. See, right. real money's in bootlegging, not huh. your childish vandalism. So many wasted nights. <laughs> <laughs> Running over gravestones is bad luck. <laughs> really? I heard good. I heard good. <laughs> uh, Camille, what did yes. you think of this episode? I liked it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so this was the this is the season finale. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, okay, it's interesting. I would have swapped them. Mm. Really? The last one we watched in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just. Uh, I think the comic book one ended on a better yeah, finale I don't note. Know. Yeah, I think Simpsons so. weren't really known for having real finales, though. Yeah. But I mean, like, I understand what you mean. Yeah. Like, at least the. The the com the three minute comic book one had a the end. It did. The world is yeah. safe, but yeah. for how long? That's a good ending. That's a, great that's, ending. That's a yeah. good ending to a season, right? Yeah. Where nothing actually really matters in the end. Yeah. However, I do love the ending of this one with Marge trying to find a moral. To story. That is oh, that is quite. True. And then yeah. like maybe there yeah. is no moral. It's just a bunch of stuff that happened. Yeah. But it was a memorable few days. <laughs> Amen <laughs> to that. <laughs> See you next September. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, I think I think it was a it was a great episode that uh, I, I myself and many I think often overlook in terms of the great episodes. Mm-hmm. There's um, a there like um, there's a particular joke in it that um, I'll just say it. It's my it's my favorite one when they're going on the caper to get the get the, mat, the, mm-hmm. the 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 letter back when he goes up to the to the guy at the at the desk and yeah. says, "Hello, my name is Mister Birds." believe you have a letter for me. All right, Mr. Burns, what's your first name? I don't know. That's... <laughs> Smash cut to them sitting outside. Yeah. Great plan, Bart. <laughs> and he blames his yeah. son. He you should know your boss's name. ten-year-old son. <laughs> Which that happens in a couple of episodes. Is the one where he takes over as Mr. Burns' assistant. Mm-hmm. And Homer he, and Smithers. He's on the, yeah, and he's on the phone with his mom. This is, oh, yeah. this is Mr. Burns. <laughs> this is, or is he his mom? No, and then he's he's being his mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is Mrs. Yeah. Burns. Calling for Mr. Burns. Yeah. His, his mother is over 100 years old, and she doesn't call him Mr. Burns. <laughs> I'm very mad at you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's very... I just wanted to say, I don't love you. <laughs> You're a bad son. <laughs> uh, Dan Castellaneta doing a fake Homer voice is very, very funny. Yeah. There, drink. Dan Castellaneta shout out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, James invented a drinking game for our podcast. <laughs> Yeah. I just called it bingo. Yeah, this is a drink, bingo. Drinking, drinking bingo. Up, just like That's a real game that already exists, James. No, you can't trying, call your game I that. Was... <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear. That's it. going to get my next play. <laughs> <laughs> I use my. 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 I use my.
my guest. It makes me power. so mad. Oh no, James always writes me into his place as a grumpy villain. Oh. bad neighbors, bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Someone heaps praise on Dan Castellaneta. Here we go. Nailed it. Uh, reference to the overall decline of The Simpsons. Oh, we did that. I already got it. Yeah. yeah. Someone heaps praise on Sam Simon. No, nope. haven't got there yet. Well. Someone denigrates Al Jean. No, nope. nope. not this episode. Greg says, right, rhetorically? That's probably happened yeah, like probably. seven yeah, times. Probably saw right time. <laughs> Someone heaps praise on Phil Hartman. No, he no, wasn't he's in not this too. But he's great. He is really great. He's like, he's... Under the O. He's the, the, you know... House. Oh. Yep, yeah. accidentally. Yeah. Accidental. Yep. Uh, too bad etym- etymologists. Oh. Too bad etym- etymologists. I forgot is that, all about that. Is that a bingo that. thing? We've only done that once, haven't we? I, twice, I think. Oh, okay. No, we, did, we definitely did, did twice. twice? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, someone, something dirty we didn't understand as kids. Mm, got yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, reference to Woohoo Simpsons trivia? Oh, not yet. No, but, but hey, probably Woohoo this Simpsons Saturday, trivia. Yeah. We won't be there. Unfortunately. We are so, at the Edmonton Fringe. Fringe. So hopefully our t- teammates will rep for us. Um, the phrase "golden age." Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, host... <laughs> you said that. Oh a... yeah. Oh yeah. These Jesus pretentious Christ. fucks over this here. Lot, this list is. <laughs> and the last one I have is dead on. Uh, hosts, hosts unimpressed with couch board gags. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> In fact, that one might be tricky if we remove that sequence or that segment. <laughs> But uh, it'll probably still pop up. Oh my goodness, I think you got a couple bingos there. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Wow. Um, speaking of which, Sam Simon's great. He's really great. Yeah. yeah. He's about to leave, though. Yeah. And Al Jean sucks. He does. Yeah, there you go. He's a, that's, a, that's a blackout bingo. He's a conductor. <laughs> I believe that's a blackout. All right. Yeah, right on. <laughs> um, blackout bingo. <laughs> shall we check into the reference desk? Yes, please. Do you not like that? I hate that so much. You know I hate it. What's a better way to introduce this? Just the reference desk. I want a sound bite. <laughs> Camille, do you have one? <laughs> oh, this one's this yeah, a little bit groovy. I tried to add a bit of like Michael Jackson. It's like if a, Mor- yeah, if a Morse coder was like <laughs> secretly... <laughs> Start in heaven. Yeah. Gonna start having just, something. Just quite and enough that it's not quite copyrighted in front of Right, right, right. Start having it. Yeah. We're gonna start it today. Yeah. See that? Better. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Great. <clears throat> um, so the autobiographer. That, the ghostwriter. Yeah, yeah. That's one. Um, he. Uh, they say some of his titles that he's already done. Uh, like Hell I Can't was one, and that's a play on Sammy Davis Jr.'s autobiography called Yes I Can. Okay. Okay. Um, Homer uh, humorously uh, mistells the story of Androcles and the Lion. He calls it Hercules and the Lion. That's right. Uh, I find that segment very funny. Yeah. Because um, it's completely wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also Bart, like, is this a Bible story? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Without missing a beat. I don't know, probably. Yeah. Um, we also get a lot of uh, early uh, Citizen Kane references with Mr. Burns, as is his want. Mm-hmm. The manner, um, I guess there's a scene where Dr. Hibbert is talking to uh, Smithers about Mr. Burns' health. That's inspired yeah. from a scene where Kane is talking to his wife about, uh, after she attempts suicide, sorry. Mm. Um, Otto is heard humming Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Yep. Because he's a blood technician, <laughs> which is really weird. Yeah, um, and then uh, of course uh, we mentioned it briefly, but a fabulous, grabulous, zoop zoop zabulous present yep. is a Doctor Seussism. Sure, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's always he's, he's always reminded me of, of Ebenezer Scrooge at the end of that. Like, oh, really? Yeah, at the end of, obviously, at the end of uh, that book. Muppet Christmas in. Carol. Yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Michael Caine at the end of A Muppet yeah. Christmas Carol. Yeah, where he's like, go get the biggest turkey, and he's talking to a little squirrel. <laughs> it's, a little, oh, it's a little rabbit. A little rabbit, yeah, yeah. he's talking to a rabbit. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a page-for-page, word-for-word adaptation of the of the book. 
Actually, you're, Christmas Carol. Yeah, actually, you're being kind of facetious, but that's actually it's actually one of the most. No, I know it's one of the most. It's faithful one of the most faithful adaptations. Yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> because of one of the reasons, because of the narrator. Yeah, because you have Gonzo there as Charles Dickens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this that's, is all true. That's actually true. <laughs> it's all true. It's, it's, it sounds I, like we're making jokes. I, I but... know it sounds like we're fucking with you again, but it's actually <laughs> it's actually true. It's it's more faithful than like. Almost most of the any others, yeah. In terms of like taking Surprise. directly from the from the book, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, everything Gonzo says as as Dickens as is, Dickens is is taken from the book. Yeah, he yeah. he wrote but he's it. Gonzo. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> the stuff that Rizzo the Rat says, however, not from the book. Weirdly, uh, not from that book. Not from that. <laughs> it's from Oliver Twist. I always used to get confused between Gonzo and Grover. Grover's and Sesame, Grover's and Sesame yeah. Street. That's a good yeah, way they're to. They're both blue. Like, That's blasphemy. Divide the two. But they're both. Blue Gonzo has a big nose. Also, no. Grover is a monster. Mm-hmm. And Grover is a That's whatever. Sweet. Or Gonzo is a whatever. Gonzo's a farmer. Gon- no, Gonzo's an alien. Gonzo's an he's alien. A, he's a whatever. We figure that out in Muppets and Sp- Yeah, Muppets but it's still fun to just say whatever. And Grover. I think he's a mutant. Grover. Grover's a monster because he stars in the monster at the end of this book. Guys, they're all inanimate puppets. And he's the monster at the end of the book. They're he all... was so scared, but he didn't have to be scared. They're because he was the inanimate monster. puppets created by Jim Henson. Except the last page is a mirror. Mon- is it? The monster at the end of this book? <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it would be. It's not a mirror, but it's just it, it's, it's just, just at the end. Yeah, just at the end, he's just like, oh, it's just me. It's just me. I'm the monster at the end of this book. Doesn't have to be afraid. Doesn't have to be afraid at all. Yeah. It's actually, it's, actually, no. it's actually one of my favorite books. Have you not read The Monster no, at the I End of this book? No, I just had the one where he was a farmer. <laughs> You've got to read The Monster at the End of this book. I thought book. that was his day job. Oh. <laughs> he has a lot of jobs. Yeah. he's Super a, Grover. He's an actor. Yeah. Oh. You know. Yeah. Do you guys hear Sesame Street's going to HBO? Yeah, is that true? Whoa, <laughs> what? I'm not ready for that. It's not like they're going to throw in some nudity, but it's just like arguably, HBO is going to broadcast it now. Arguably, they've already had a lot of full frontal nudity on Sesame Street. Big Bird never wears pants. He never wears pants, and neither does Elmo. They don't have genitals, you guys. Exactly. <laughs> what, do you think they're going to add genitals? I think they are. <laughs> I mean, it's not oh, TV anymore. Metals? It's HBO. Yeah. 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 I would like to see Home box office. <laughs> Change. All the characters have nipples now. Are we good? I don't know anymore. We're kind of um, off the rails here. Last reference: the whole caper to get the letter back is actually inspired by a by a honeymooners episode called "Letter to the Boss." Really? Yep. That is such a deep pull. Yeah. Damn, guys. That's what they like to do in the Simpsons. Time. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. That would be like a. I don't know what that kind of reference would be. That would probably be like a Friends reference now. I don't know. Yeah. That's where we are in life. <laughs> hey, did Alan's you guys, getting upset. Did you guys ever notice that the Friends never mention 9-11? <laughs> because they're self-involved, arrogant assholes. It happened in their city. Yeah. During they the don't run care because the they're like, "Ooh, am I gonna get a date with Rachel tomorrow?" Did you notice that? Fucking like bullshit television program. I heard when you when this was a conversation a couple days ago. So yeah, I don't remember my reaction. But did you me. notice that? I don't think so. No? I was never really into Friends very much. Oh, so. Seinfeld. Yeah, this isn't a Friends podcast, you guys. This isn't the Friends Friends, which I'm is what the podcast would be called. So still I'm think I'm sorry if that hurt your feelings. No, I'm just. About him now. Although really... Camille would appreciate my idea for a Seinfeld podcast called The Seinfellas. <laughs> you couldn't be on it because you're a lady. <laughs> okay. It'd be a very misogynist <laughs> podcast. It's about Seinfeld, but it's also about just bros, you know. Just bros, you know. Yeah, feminism is really cutting us down, you guys. Oh my god. Okay, 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 okay. Um, guys. Guys. Yeah. And Camille. Um, Thank you. Fellas. Yeah, fellas. Camille. Thank you. Uh, fellas can be gender neutral. Yeah, I mean, sure, 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 sure. Um, favorite joke? Because it means fellow people. Yeah. All fellas. right, fellows. Yeah, fellows. As Martin Fritz would say. Yeah. 
Uh, favorite joke in Blood Feud is, I mean, it's the one you said. Yeah. Mr. Burns, yeah. you have a letter for me. Um, but uh, uh, another one uh, with that is, um, I like the sequence with Smithers and Joey. Yeah. Where he's like, Wait. yeah, I need Homer beat. I, I like, he's like, do you know Homer Simpson? Yeah, nice guy. I played poker with him. He's like, we need him beaten to a pulp. Sure thing. <laughs> like, he's just like, he's, he's a pro, you know? Like, he's yeah. like, all right, yeah, I'll go do that. And it's yeah. like, it's like, wait, uh, don't beat him. Don't kick him. He's like, hold the kicks. Got it. <laughs> like, I just love how yeah. professional he is about it. And then. Oh, well, he's good at his job. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I believe he's one of the hired goons later. Yeah. Yeah. Goons. What? Hired goons. Hired goons? <laughs> I just th- don't think you can beat the personal touch of hired goons. <laughs> hired goons? Hired goons. <laughs> God, I love that. Yeah. It's so absurd. Mm-hmm. Camille? What? Favorite joke? Yeah. Yeah? All of them? Both of the things you Okay. Mentioned. That oh, episode really? was a long time ago. I can't <laughs> I can't remember anything. <laughs> Camille has a short memory span. We, for, we forgot about this when we so, started this. It's so this. difficult when we do three. Yeah. We do three sometimes. We usually do three. Yeah. You gotta take notes. I usually I f- do. I feel like it might be better once we start season three to do two at a time. Yeah. Yeah, we might. It'll take us that. longer, but we'll be able to keep the yeah. episode short and succinct. Yeah. And not have to, like, feel like we need to steamroll through yeah. stuff. Because this was good. Yeah. This was good. This was a good this length. Was, this was a good hour. Talked about it for about an hour. But uh, before we wrap things up, Mm -hmm. we just finished season two, Greg. We did. We did. Do you have a top five or top three episodes of season two, would you say? Yeah, I do have a top three, let's let's say. I have a top five. Um, Of course. I came prepared. Great. Um, (laughs) So, let's say three. Um, Number number three. The, uh, The way we was. Great, that's my number five. Really? Okay, fantastic. Um, number two. 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 Yep, got uh, it. This one is two. Yeah, I understand. Uh, and it would have to be um, yeah, prob- probably three men in a comic book. Hey, that's my number four. Actually. And um, number one is going to be your number one. Yeah. It's Lisa Substitute. Obviously. Yeah, fucking, of course. <laughs> And I'll just say, it slipped in there, my number three, Simpson and Delilah, mm-hmm. um, with Kyle. Yeah. And uh, number two is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Great. With Danny DeVito as uh, Herb Powell, his brother. Oh, Homer's half-brother. Oh, I didn't know that was yeah. that early. Speaking yeah. of, I think I have to update you on a lot of things that happened in the soap opera on oh, our way back to Fort Saskatchewan. I so. Think so. Save that for so after about, the podcast. So it's about though. time we got to wrap this up. Okay. Yeah. Because I think Camille's getting sleepy. I know it. <laughs> oh, oh, Camille, baby. Well, thank um, you so much for being on our podcast, Camille. Thank you for Thanks, having Camille. me. And staying late. Now you have a reason to listen to one of our episodes. <laughs> yeah. Because you can yes, hear yourself. Well, this one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know how narcissistic you are. That's okay. I usually tape all my conversation during the day so I can play them as I fall oh, asleep. Oh, yes. Good. <laughs> the sound of my own just, voice really yes, soothes mm-hmm. me. Oh, I was very witty that yes. time. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm so funny. Have you ever, um, have you ever wondered what it would be? Did that. I, have, oh my god! Have you ever have you ever heard of the? Ser- seriously, guys, you, you need you need to read this book, um, the Disaster Muppet Artist. Muppet Christmas Carol. No, no, the Disaster Artist. Moby Dick. <laughs> no. Um, Harry Potter. I'm I, I I heard this book on audiobook. It's called The Disaster Artist. It's about the making of the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's written by one of the guys by, who was in it, Greg uh, Sestero. Mark. Right? Yeah. yeah, he's the... He's oh, the, hi, Mark. Yeah, the, the infamous Mark. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah he, was on a, he was on a podcast I was listening to. Was it the... How Did This Get Made? Was it the How Did This Get Made? Yeah, he was, was on that. that. Okay, yeah. yeah, that was the one, yeah. Um, and he talks about how the director and everything guy about of the room... Um, Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau would record his days or, like record conversations and record ha- and he had a documentary filmmaker going around the the set of the room recording everything throughout the day and then he would watch it after they wrapped for the day at night and then he would not sleep because he was just w- watching the whole day from a different perspective oh. yeah 
from the cameraman's perspective. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah. No, it's crazy. It's fucking nuts. And that's that's why they optioned it into a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's Lovely. Good. I think it's going to make a good movie. I'm stoked on it. Great. Season two, that's a wrap. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, corrections, or omissions, hit us up at our uh, Facebook page, Two Bad Neighbors, or uh, send us an email at thehammockdistrictonthird at gmail.com. Numerical three. That's numerical three. And thanks again to our special guest, Camille Pavlenko, and uh, we'll see you in season three. And James Wade for giving us a breakdown of his... TBN Bingo. Uh, TBN Bingo, which yeah. you can play at home. Yeah, please feel free. We'll make cards <laughs> no, that you won't. can print out. I'm, I'm not. I didn't sign up for that. James will. Okay. I okay. still need 13 more. He's 13 more, you guys, so send some suggestions for TBN Bingo. And we'll see you in the Golden Age. Bye.